Gintani, and welcome to another episode of the podcast known as The Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. Yeah, and I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are The Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. I just want to take this opportunity to say I'm really glad to be recording today. Good. Every day is a gift, Alex. You never know when one of us is going to get yeah. whacked, That's beat true. to death by, by Santino. Yeah, like a Pauly. Yeah, oh, you won't see him. He won't be podcasting no more. Today we are discussing minute 110 wow. of the show. 110. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alex, uh, a minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Centani. Centani. <laughs> that, that means 100 years. Oh, okay. Which is, which is how long we've been doing it for. Cent minuto. Uh-huh. Minuto. Cento dieci. Uh, minuto numero Cento dieci? That's it. What is that? Ten? Oh, do you like ten? One hundred ten. Dieci. Cento dieci. Dieci. You got it. Is that a G in it or a C? Um, it's like a CH. Like C-H. Cheech. Uh-huh. Like dieci. Oh, Cheech. Laporte. <laughs> uh, yes, we're in 110 of The Godfather. Um, it features Sonny. He completes his beating of Carlo, mm-hmm. leaving him there in the uh, next to the uh, fire hydrant for all the children to play around. And and next to the compostables, next to the compostables, we know how much Sonny is, uh, how how passionate Sonny is about mm-hmm. that. And uh, then he tells uh, Carlo that if he touches Connie again, he'll kill him. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, now that I think about it, if Sonny had collected some of those recyclables rather than just getting out of there, mm-hmm. he would have been able to turn them in at his local supermarket, get money, and have gotten through the toll booth faster. Rather than having to get change from the guy, it could have saved his that's life. That's the tragic irony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recycling would have would have saved his, his life. life. Uh, and also in the second half of the minute, um, meanwhile back in Sicily, Mikey and Apollonia tie the knot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, back to uh, sunny, sunny in New York City. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing we have to bring up is uh, a sort of update to a previous episode, uh, mm-hmm. specifically the dermatophagia. That's right. Uh, I forget who it was. Someone on the uh, Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub. Uh, people were calling our attention to other examples of people mm-hmm. biting their knuckles. Mm-hmm. Probably most famously, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I was going to say Michael McKeon in uh, playing Lenny, oh, a different yeah, Lenny. Yeah. In, uh, yeah, he did in, it all the time. Yeah, he did in the opening credits of the mm-hmm. show. So we figured we probably saw that a thousand times. Yeah. That was one that... Uh, and that was... Well, what year was that? It was in the 70s also. Was it was also in the Godfather? 70s setting... It, no, it was after The Godfather. Oh. But it was set also during the and, earlier times. Yeah. So maybe people in the 70s thought people in olden times all did that. Or maybe, in pe- maybe people in olden times really did that. And it was forgotten until the makers of Laverne and Shirley and The Godfather really did their research and made it real. Or that. Or they just grew, they grew up seeing people do that. Oh, yeah. And they just assumed that everyone <laughs> still did that. Meanwhile, we're all like, what? <laughs> you think it's good? That- it's like, yeah, it's like combing your hair with a switchblade and stuff. <laughs> Look at those things people do. Do you think that's going to, do you think the dermatophagic move is going to 
continue in, into future generations? Or is it dead? No, I think, I think uh, well, it's tough. Because you said last minute that Leonardo DiCaprio is now the one famous for doing it for the, the millennials. That's right? true. I can't remember what movie it was. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he does it in there. Mm-hmm. Which was also a flashback to, what, the 80s? Uh, is that one Something yeah. like that, yeah. Hmm. So maybe no one has ever done it. Except but people keep seeing it and thinking. <laughs> people <laughs> did it in old times. <laughs> yeah, because 30 years from now, someone will make a movie about the aughts. Yeah. And you'll see them do it all yeah. over the place. There. Well, and if not 30 years from now, then 50 years from now. But at <laughs> yeah. some point, we're going to lose our wrist muscle to be able to der- <laughs> dermatophagia. That's what the future is. The future is in dermatophagia. <laughs> well, that's, that's true, because isn't the future healthcare? Uh, what everyone argues in the news that it's all about healthcare in the future. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what other movie uh, we see dermatophagia in? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Is that really what happens? <laughs> no, I think it's a cannibal. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Yeah, there's a scene where he dives into Phrygia. Remember? You're, yeah. Your dermatoph- Flash, lift up your dermatophagia. Oh, <laughs> uh, so speaking of which. <laughs> Um, I was started watching a documentary called uh, Af- Life After. It's called After Flash or Life oh. After Flash, uh-huh. and it's a documentary about um, the making of Flash Gordon and specifically the life of Sam J. Jones. Oh my, Flash gosh. Gordon himself. So. It's a real documentary. It's a real documentary. Oh, fantastic! Uh, so it's on uh, Amazon Prime. So oh, if you cool. uh, check it out, I'm going to watch it tonight. Tonight, I might. <laughs> <laughs> if I can muster the energy. <laughs> oh yeah, so check that out. I know oh, you and I are both big Flash fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's one of those things I, where I feel like the making of it would almost be as good of a movie as the, the actual mm-hmm. making. Of it. Like oh, I would love yeah. someone to make a movie about the making of Flash mm-hmm, Gordon and mm-hmm. someone playing Brian Blessed and Flash and yeah. Zoltan and oh, so a fit, so with actors, not yeah, yeah. not a documentary. Well, a documentary too, but I yeah. would also like would also be I would also want to see it with actors. Would you want it to be true to how it took place, or them to expand on on I'd, what would be maybe funny or interesting? I'd want it to be five um, percent exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, just enough, just right? enough for yeah. it to you know be funnier mm-hmm. on the big screen. But uh, yeah, who do you think would be a bigger Flash Gordon fan? Sonny Corleone or Hyman Roth? Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't picture Hyman Roth being a Flash Gordon fan at well, all. he's a big fan of American football. That's <laughs> true. Flash Gordon, well, it's funny Flash he's, Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. But in the original Flash Gordon, he was not a, in the comic strip, he was not a football player. He was, in fact, a polo player. Oh, boy. So, yeah. I in that case, I, maybe Hyman Roth would like yeah. him. You know who would like him is uh, Waltz. Why would Hyman Roth like him as a polo player? Because it's classier if you're oh, really? being a uh, or Alex, baseball player. But Alex, there's not enough action in a polo market <laughs> for us to make anything. American football made a killing. Uh, yeah. Fredo, I think, would be the biggest Flash fan. Really? Yeah. Not Santino? Because Flash Gordon is a tough guy. He's a quarterback. He's kicking butt. He's a hero. Wait, you talking about the movie or the, char- the, movie or the <laughs> character? Because I'm thinking of the 1980 movie. The character in the 1980 movie. Boy. Which I know they wouldn't have been able to see because... So you're saying you get a time machine, go back to 1946. (laughs) It's almost 1946 and you show them the movie and then see who would like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, in that case, I think Sonny would like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I okay. think Sonny would dye his hair blonde afterwards. He'd be like, oh, oh they'd be yeah. like, did you dye your hair because of the yeah. movie? He's like, no, my son just did <laughs> yeah. this. Sonny. That's why they call me Sonny because yeah. my hair gets bleached in the yeah. sun. You know, we set up the play and then all of a sudden you get all close and then boom. Uh, and, then, and then boom, they 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 run a uh, quarterback sneak on you. <laughs> um, what else we got? Fire hydrants. Fire hydrants. Why are we talking about fire hydrants? Well, this scene features uh, um, he's beating him up right next to a, mm-hmm. next okay. to a fire hydrant. Sorry, I was thinking about that Polonia scene. Oh, <laughs> no, no, like, no. Wow, he's... you're really observant. <laughs> no, we still, we still a little bit before. Yeah, that. I've got a few little bits about that too. Uh, about fire hydrants? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have a little bit. They they produce water mm-hmm. that the fire department taps into to put out fires. Really? That's all I got, though. Yeah. Wikipedia, check it out. Thanks for t- taking all my notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so we will see you next. <laughs> Make sure you recycle that paper. Oh, yeah. could save your life. Uh, fire hydrants were in the um, uh, in Europe and Asia in the 1700s. Uh, 1801 in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the first above-ground like cylindrical mm. classic fire hydrant. Wow, 1801. 1801. Frederick Graff. Frederick mm. Graff, inventor of the uh, above ground uh, fire hydrant. Mm. But, no they, but the, they existed in Europe. I'm guessing the Romans at aqueducts didn't have some way to tap into public huh. water. It doesn't. Uh, well, they all lived in, in, uh, <laughs> in marble houses, so they didn't have to worry about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that. I'm sure some of them lived in the low yeah. But the, uh, it is, they did get this from Wikipedia, and the early specific thing they say is is they don't mention the Romans. So I would have might, thought the be. Romans had it, because remember what Frankie Five Angel says? What? We, yeah, Tom, we were, we pulled water from the streets, it's just like the Roman Empire. Corleones, they're like the fire department in a way. <laughs> I guess they wouldn't Frankie? have hoses back then. That would be the hard part in Roman times. Mm, yeah. So. So they just, yeah. They just take buckets, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's what everyone did before, and they had the bucket brigade. The bucket brigade, yeah. yeah. Um, what else you got about fire hydrants? Uh, in uh, fire hydrant history, 1896, mm. um, New York City is facing a giant heat wave, and the police chief orders uh, them to open some of the fire hydrants uh, to provide relief for wow. the for the children <laughs> of the city. <laughs> that police chief, Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, they're going to say... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Captain McCluskey. Oh no, no, he was just a child. Damn it, child. No, I said open them all up. It's too damn hot. <laughs> the what is a fire. <laughs> wow, Theodore Roosevelt opened up the fire hydrants. Yes, and uh, if you're interested in seeing the world's biggest fire hydrant, hmm. head on over to Columbia, South Carolina. In February 2001, they opened the world's biggest fire hydrant, 40 feet tall. Whoa! And um, is it legit? It weighs 675,000 pounds, and uh, it used to actually have water coming out of it, mm. but uh, the internal things got too complicated, so they, uh, they they turned off the water in 2017. Mm. Does it still count as a fire hydrant in that case? You be the judge. If it's not functional? Yeah. Mm. We'll put it to our viewers. We'll put out a poll. Yeah. It's <laughs> a boring poll ever. <laughs> Hey, listen to this podcast. They have a high tolerance for that sort <laughs> hey, of thing. Hey, before we get back to the minute, speaking of polls, have mm-hmm. half polls. Speaking of half poll, you and you and I together are a whole poll, <laughs> a whole poll. <laughs> so, have people have our our viewers voted on what's going to be the next countdown? Because I have some great ideas. 
Well, the voting is, do you want to, do you want to set a deadline for when people, I didn't set a deadline. You want to set a deadline for when people uh, can stop voting? Yeah. Well, do we have another eight weeks or so. So maybe, uh, how, wait, how many, how many minutes until, uh, it's minute 119 and this is what, what minutes is this? 110. 110. So we got nine. So I'm, I want to say one more week cause I need time to write and record this thing. I've actually already written and recorded it. I just need time to see what they choose. And if it's different, create a bunch of fake Facebook accounts and <laughs> log in, get permission to the All right, website. so when do you want the deadline to be? What date? What is the last mm. date people on which the Patreons can vote? Let's do September 25th. September 25th. That's two weeks, right? This will be airing on September the, 20th. September 20th. Mm-hmm. This will be airing on, let's see, this side, the 14th. The 14th, 14th of, mm-hmm. of Yeah, September. so pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So this so, is our last opportunity. The last time we'll promote it. Okay. Until next. So I guess next yeah. week we can announce or do we, do we, or we announce it or do we, we just keep it? it just we keep, keep it, it a okay. secret. Yeah. All right. So if you're listening to this, go out and vote. Assuming it's before September mm-hmm. 20th. If it's after September 20th, 2019, don't bother. You missed out. <laughs> you Democracy like, fails. You sound like one of those uh, political campaigners driving around the neighborhood with the, the PA horn. Like, yeah. please make sure you get out your vote by <laughs> September 20th. This is your last opportunity. Ballot boxes will close at 6 p.m. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anything else for the sunny uh, Carlo yeah. bit? Yeah, I got a bunch of things. Oh, uh, boy, a bunch last of things. week you brought up, you asked me, you looked straight mind. You said, hey, is Cheech there? Yes, Cheech is there. I I watched this, today's mini. You could definitely tell it's Cheech. Yeah, definitely Cheech, which is interesting because he's uh, he's one of Clem, he's one of uh, Clemenza's guys, uh-huh. and then later Frankie Five Angels guys. So I guess he's still in the mix. Um, because Clement, yeah, I have a little bit in the book about Clemenza. Okay, so let's see. Page two forty four. Puzo writes. So Clemenza's not in the scene. Is he in the scene in the book? No, no. But oh. there's some background information that Puzo writes about that's not in the movie. Okay. Uh, but but before I get to that, uh, Puzo writes about the aftermath when Carlo or when Sonny leaves. Uh, so uh, let's see. This is Carlo. Puzo writes. Carlo kept his head down and his hands and arms entwined in the iron railing. He stayed that way until a car roared off. And he heard Coach. Remember, Coach is one of the two guys. Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, the, the the guys at the candy store. Yep. He heard Coach say in his curiously paternal voice, Okay, Carlo, come on into the store. Let's get out of sight. Uh, Carlo was a little dizzy, but it was more from shock, the raw fear that had taken command of his body. He was not badly hurt, despite the shower of heavy blows. So the book of Sonny is wimpier than movie Sonny. Either that or the book Carlo is stronger than the is stronger or or a better actor or no the the movie one is a better actor or in both cases he could be a better actor he was pretending he was really beat up oh but I was I was just thinking strictly in terms of holding onto the railing yeah oh the I movie see, yeah. movie Carlo gives it up once uh, once uh, his dermatophagia kicks in yeah. and bites his hands so. <laughs> but this this uh, this the book Carlo held his ground no matter, Isn't that how, much, no matter how much he bit yeah he did, he wasn't even that bloody he was just uh-huh. a little swollen yeah so it definitely seems like in the movie he took a much stronger beating um probably because um. The movie, they have to kind of make everything more exaggerated. So yeah. it has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be like, you know, bigger yeah. to, to read on the desk. And Coppola is a better storyteller than Puzo. Oh. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess technically Godfather was with both of them collaborating. Yeah. So we'll call it a tie. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll call, call it a tie. tie. 
Puta writes, Carlo, uh, let's see. The fear, this is interesting. The fear was subsiding now, and the humiliation he had suffered made him sick to his stomach so that he had to throw up. Oh. Because they're back in a candy store, and he's just so embarrassed. Coach held his head over the sink, supported him as if he were a drunk, then helped him upstairs to the apartment. Have you ever, um, have you ever held someone's forehead while they were puking? And have you ever held mm. another gentleman's head while he's puking? I don't think I've ever held another gentleman's head while they're puking. I don't think I've ever. I I don't know if I've ever held anyone held anyone's head. I know it's common for girls to hold each other's hair back right. when they're puking. Yeah, but I don't remember any time I helped anyone puke. You, <laughs> I, I think puke. I've caused a few people to puke. <laughs> so, uh, how about you? No, I never have. Yeah, and the fact that. Um, well, A, the fact that Coach did it and that Carlo's hair is long enough where he feels like he... Or no, he's not holding his hair. Holding he's up holding his, up his head. head. Yeah. So do they, is he doing that because like with drunks, you're worried they're going to like their head is going to fall into? Is that why you hold the head's drunk over the I toilet? Mean, and, and Puzo wrote earlier that he had a curiously paternal voice. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just really cares about him. Do you think Do you think that's Carlo's father? <laughs> is Coach <laughs> Carlo's father? C- Coach and Carlo. Mm. Oh yeah! If you look at the birth records, Carlo is yeah. actually like Coach Low or is something. Is Coach at the uh, wedding? Do we ever notice if he was at Carlo oh, and uh, boy, Car- or did they become friends after? There are a lot of. I don't think there's any other mention of Carlo and Sally or Coach and Sally Rags in the book. Hmm. Oh, Sally Rags. Yeah. Well, so there's a little bit here about Sally Rags. Puzo writes: Carlo never noticed that Sally Rags had disappeared. Hmm. Alex, you want to take a guess? Well, why he disappeared? Because uh, he was um, screwing Lucy, <laughs> so he didn't want Sonny to be there. Because when Sonny left, so Carlo left Connie's, and then Sonny got. <laughs> so it's so it's Carlo is at Connie's. Mm-hmm. Sonny was at Lucy's. Yeah, and at the same time, Carlo left left. Connie's, Sonny went to Connie's, and Sally Rags went to left Carlos and went to and went to Lucy. Went to Lucy. <laughs> it's all a big circle. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So at this point, the families are at war, right, Alex? You remember mm-hmm. that? Sonny and Sonny's not allowed to be out in public. Uh, when he attacks Carlo, Sally Rags immediately goes and calls Rocco, who calls Clemenza. Rocco. Who calls Hagen? Mm-hmm. Hagen tells Clemenza to get more guards to cover the road between the candy shop and Long Beach to protect Sonny because Hagen realizes that he's exposed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they do it. Wait, they cut more people to cover the road between Carlos? Yeah, because this is such a very public beating. It would have been really easy for. But how do they cover like the whole road? I think they just start sending people out to to drive toward the candy store. Okay. Yeah, just cover ground, be or be available. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the formation looks like. <laughs> it's and, like a uh, V formation. <laughs> and Flying V. This is, this is fascinating, and I'm so glad that we're looking at the book, because you never see any of this in the movie. It's different so, than the movie. The book is different than the movie. Oh! The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. It's so interesting in the book. Puzo writes how when 
when Carlo gets his beat down, mm-hmm. there is a Tatalia uh, family employee, basically a, a Tatalia family member, who witnesses the beatdown. Yeah. And he may have been placing bets or doing something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he'd be placing bets at the Corleone candy shop, but he notices it. He's a low-level Tatalia family informer. Oh, he's just an informer who witnesses the attack. He calls the Tatalia family uh, to tell him, hey, Sonny Corleone is here. This mm-hmm. is your opportunity. Uh, but it takes him a few layers of people to get through to anyone because he's a low-level oh, informer sure, yeah, that by yeah. the time it gets through to anyone who could do anything, uh, Sonny's already back at the compound. <laughs> that interesting? I, like I guess that. they're all on the street looking out for each other. Yeah, I, I like point. that. They're two. They're both basically, you can follow two different people. You can follow Rags going up the chain of command to, to mm-hmm. contact the Corleones and you can follow uh, this guy. Who, what, yeah. what did they say his name or they just said? Uh, no, they just said a uh, low mm-hmm. level, uh, a small better on the payroll of the Tatalia family as an informer. I guess he was going to the candy shop and placing bets. They probably said, oh, make sure you stick around Carlo just in case Sonny shows up. <laughs> they probably all have button men and spies on the street because they're at war now and they're trying to find yeah. each other in public. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. I thought um, I thought Rags was going to be re- reporting to Tatalia. Oh yeah, I so, like how you call him Rags. So do you think you don't want to call him Sally Rags? Do you Sally Rags? Yeah. Um, no, I'll call him Sally Rags. Mm-hmm. I think I I recently read I was reading someone else and there was a character named Rags. I was like, oh my gosh, what are the mm-hmm. odds of being two mm-hmm. characters with that nickname? Yeah. So is are we to suppose that are we to assume that? Um, Let's call, let's call, uh, what are we going to call the Tatalia Informer? Or let's call him, uh, let's call him Rags. No, that's too confusing. <laughs> let's call him, let's uh, call him um, Bags. Bags. So Bags <laughs> sees this going on. Wait, wait, why are you calling him Bags? Because it sounds like It's not bags. memorable. But that's oh. going to even confuse us more. He's a low level, what, what about the Tatalia? He, oh, he like pimps. Tags. He's into pimps. Like tag, like tag, like Tatalia. T-A-G. Ta- oh, tag. There's the word tag. Okay. T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-
That's probably why he had that. Or really, guessing. I think he's innocent. Carlo's innocent. Yeah, I think really? he's innocent. You don't yeah. even think he talked to Barzini? Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, he's innocent. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Barzini. You sound one. like Tom Hagen. He's innocent. <laughs> he talked to Barzini, but you can't prove what they talked about. Not in a court of law. I'm. This, I'm <laughs> this panel deserves Carlo an apology. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to mimic uh, Michael's line where he's like just don't oh, tell me you're yeah. oh I get it oh I didn't even catch it nice. sorry oh great so that's all I got for the Carlos scene we get ready to move on back back to Sicily um, I have a, a couple a couple of factoids about mm-hmm. our friend Jimmy Khan alright um, oh so we're still in New York City yeah just okay. you know Sicily <laughs> sure <laughs> hold off as long as possible for return probably the last minute of the podcast so Jimmy Kahn mm-hmm. uh, married four times married and divorced four mm-hmm. times yeah, Lucy. he was born March 26th 1940 I know that birth date do you know that birth date and also uh, born in the Bronx oh huh. and this is what I thought was the most interesting part his son uh, Scott Kahn Mm-hmm. Is an actor in the television program Hawaii Five O, mm. which I did not the new mm-hmm. Hawaii Five O. Oh, okay, and I did not realize he's also in a hip hop group called the Hooligans. Who W H O O L I G N? Oh, funny. The Jimmy Khan's yeah. son is a rap artist. Oh, I thought you said meant Jimmy Khan is in in a hip hop. Oh no, that would be even better. Yeah. No, no, Jimmy Khan, Jimmy Jimmy Khan Junior. Uh, you touch my sister, I'm gonna kill you. I touched me. That would be Jimmy Khan's gangster rap. My name's Jimmy Khan, and I'm here to say, I want to be in The Godfather today. I know I've, I know in this war they put us in a hole, but let me go down to the highway, I'll pay the toll, and I'll get through to get back home. And I know I shouldn't be traveling alone. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the, the Polish beatbox. The half Polish beatbox. Half Polish, half beatbox. <laughs> Would you rather be a Polish half beatbox or a half Polish beatbox? A Polish half beatbox <laughs> or a half Polish beatbox? Yeah, because a half beatbox can only do this. <laughs> that one, I'll take that one. Okay. Because <laughs> I'll have to team up with another... Another half beatbox. Another, another, another uh, ethnicity half beatbox oh, to prove right. that you know we can go across. So if you if you as a half Polish if you as a Polish beatbox mm-hmm. Polish half, half beatbox, beatbox uh, worked with a, an African half beatbox together, you could go. You know that African. Oh, that like that. Yeah, <laughs> that that, uh, that squeak. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can't do Sorry, that. I'm, not, I'm not trained or equipped to do that. You gotta work on it. You gotta All work right. on it. What is that thing called? Do you know? I, we'll, we'll ask. We'll, we'll answer. answer. But that's one of those things. How do you look up what is that African instrument that goes? <laughs> you should be able to sing it into your yeah. iPhone, and it'll yeah, <laughs> it'll come back. That'd Let be funny. While you're writing that note down, mm-hmm. I'll I'll share a funny skit. It, you you sing into your iPhone. Uh, uh, the Siri, what is mm-mm, and it just goes mm-mm, back to you. <laughs> it starts communicating like with Steve Vai. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pay the toll tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, so we're going to Sicily, return to Sicily. All right, got me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Silence, dead air. <laughs> All right, so let's rate it. Uh, <laughs> let's rate the episode. <laughs> so we yeah. see them doing the post. The oh, they, we actually see them get married. Mm-hmm. Literally tie the knot. Isn't there a rope ceremony? Oh, I didn't know. Or some. I remember I them. Thought, they're kneeling and they're standing up on a on a mm-hmm. kneeling on a pillow. Yeah. And then the, uh, there's some holy words spoken by the priests. Mm-hmm. They get up and they start walking away. Do you think uh, you don't think they wrote their own vows? Do you? Um, yeah, hers is probably pretty simple. Really? Well, how's yeah, it Monday, Tuesday, no, Wednesday. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do we already discuss this? If thanks for setting me up for that, <laughs> really fun. Can you uh, can you put that? Up? Can you cut that out? Put it anyway. Um, <laughs> Do we assume that Don Tomasino checked with America before giving permission? We we know he did. Okay. Puto writes about it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Originally he objected, but right. Michael made a, a good argument. He said, My pop wouldn't be able to stop me. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. And so Don I'm Tomasino. a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a marriless girl. <laughs> Gotta take over the crime family. <laughs> Take over the world. <laughs> Blues are a lot easier because they're slower than oh, hip-hop, so it's a lot easier to do. I can I know, understand. You keep putting me on the spot to do these raps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a blues man, and I'm here to sing. Okay, you want to do the blues? <laughs> oh, oh, well, hold on. <laughs> I ain't been married for long. <laughs> I'm going to bring Apollonia. <laughs> From Sicily to Bologna. <laughs> Bologna. Do you think all her life as a kid, she was made, they did rhymes, like, because Bologna is an Italian city. You're like, uh, Apollonia di Bologna. Like Apollonia from Bologna. <laughs> probably not, because there are probably a lot of names that sound like that. Mm, yeah, that's you true. Know, so yeah. it's like yeah. saying, uh, although, you know, I don't know, kids are pretty clever, though. I'm sure everyone got yeah. this. Uh, I, if anything, I would call it Apollonia. Oh, man. <laughs> Or Apollonia, because she's so oh. lo- she's so lonely that no one ever wants to hang out with her. Apollonia, Apollonia. <laughs> you may have just named the episode, Alex. <laughs> Apollonia right. finds a man. Apollonia, Apollonia finds a man. Finally finds a man. Finally finds a man. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, anything else about the Sicily no, part? We have more Sicily next week, so it's yeah. almost like I didn't want to use up any... any. Uh, Although in this scene, you do I didn't see, want to use up any of the two notes I have for next week. <laughs> you do see the marching band, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, after Right after they get married, they're walking on this Sicilian road, and mm-hmm. there's a marching band. I love the uniforms. It's like old school white... It's like like, uh, like ice cream vendors. Yeah, definitely. There's a bunch of... Uh, uh, just musicians playing. One of the guys looks like Michael Corleone, and another one. I don't know if you noticed the cymbal player looks mm-hmm. like Fabrizio. Really? Yeah, I'm not dressed like I'm wearing yeah. the ice cream uniform. <laughs> that would have been great if, if they were <laughs> in, like still bodyguards, if they were also playing instruments and oh. undercover as part of the band. <laughs> um, do what do you think of this band? You think they're good? They sound like a, like a middle school kids playing. <laughs> <laughs> It reminds me of the beginning of GF2 when mm. they flash back to That's Vito right. Andolini. Yeah. Uh, or not Vito. Yeah. The, who's Vito's older son? Oh, boy. Now we'll get to it yeah. in, in a few years. Yeah. Anyway, it reminds me of that band, the same kind of sound. I yeah. like it. Very well could be the same band. Yeah. Uh, Although I guess that was 
50 years ago now yeah or something, that's true so. yeah the children like, of those same middle school players <laughs> clearly they don't pick people based on talent they only do <laughs> my father was the player so i am the player <laughs> yeah so do you think, I mean, I guess because it's a small town, mm-hmm. there's only so many musicians. When men are all dying from vendettas. That's true. I think so. you can get anyone who's got lungs and can blow into a horn. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it sounds like a middle school band. Uh, yes, yeah, so I guess that makes sense that they pretty much probably only have one band in the whole town. Yeah. So they do all the, all the gigs. They may be the only... Uh, band in the province they might be as far as we know they're probably the national band of sicily (laughs) that's why they wear those uniforms is because they know they that's like basically like saying that they're part of like the medical because like no one wants to shoot any musicians because they only have so many left they're kind of like neutral (laughs) they're kind of like neutral like you're not allowed to to it's like the red cross they're like negotiators you gotta let them win win a pinochle (laughs) if you want you want to play your daughter's wedding you gotta you gotta let them win a (laughs) pinochle how's how's the tuba player doing oh Oh, don't worry about him. He's blowing into the horn. They're letting him play. So I bet they could play uh, Pop Goes the Weasel, though. What do you mean? The, the musicians. I bet that, that's one. They're gonna... <laughs> All right, let's rate it. It's the end of the beating. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the beginning of the end for Sonny and the end of the beginning for Michael. And the beginning of the end for Apollonia. Mm, that's sort true. Of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sonny does have an iconic line. He does, yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, I'm ready. All right, I'm ready. One, two, three. Oh, you yeah, gave her for that Sonny I one. It's just a tiny bit. Yeah, I was. Because you do see Carlo laying in the street. I know. That's when he turns over. Yeah. But if it weren't for that. I, I, I was very close to giving yeah. it three. I think I was going to do two. And the last second, I was shamed from a previous minute where you gave the, the beat down a five and I think I only gave it a three. That's funny because I, I was going to give it a three until and I was like, <laughs> oh, that's season. And I was like, you're probably going to give it a two. I'm giving, I'm being too generous. Uh, like, well, there you go. Yeah. Got each other's heads. Uh, but the Sicily thing should have brought it down. Anyway. So, uh, any other thing we're going to bring up on the bonus content? We'll we, just, we'll, we, we got our typical stuff and I think we're going to be shoot from the hip. Okay. Right? Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. So, uh, oh, listeners. And so I haven't, um, oh shoot. I had a new sign off, but we'll do it for next time. Cause I'll tell you ahead of time. Okay. Uh, okay. So if you want to hear the bonus content, go to godfatherminute.com slash support. And if you pay, uh, it's about a buck an episode, you'll mm-hmm. get uh, extended versions of every single one. Plus mm-hmm. the whole backlog of all those episodes. It's a yeah. lot of episodes. A hundred and figure there's probably at least a hundred and two bonus contents yeah. for you to listen to for each one's at least 15 minutes long oh at least you're talking you're talking hours of entertainment we're talking high value and so until then there will, will be, be no acts of vengeance, vengeance.